Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Ben Hodges, and this is the BH Drum Pod, presented by bhdrumacademy.com. Welcome to episode number one of what I hope to be many podcast episodes. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're a drummer, or you want to be a drummer, or you're just a big fan of me and my voice. And if any of those are true, then you've come to the right place. This is a podcast where we're going to talk about everything you need to learn on how to be a good drummer. I'm going to get a chance to talk to you about some basic drum vocabulary or some words that you might need to know. I'm going to answer some common questions and talk about some common problems that you might have in your drumming and, of course, how to fix them and some guides on what to do to get better at drums. Now, for my first episode of the BS Drum Pod, I'm going to tell you some tips on how to get started on playing drums. But before I do all of that, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about myself and why I'm doing what I'm doing, since this is the first episode. So I live in Winnipeg, Manitoba in Canada, and I'm a high school physical education teacher. I've also been playing drums for close to 20 years now. Uh, I played in a few bands in my lifetime with the likes of Left of Center, which is the intro music that you heard to this podcast and all my instructional videos, and solo artists like my good friend J.R. Sharon. Uh, but like every drummer, their stories are a little bit different on how they became the drummer that they are. Some people go to university to get music degrees. Some people go to private lessons. Some people invest in online courses and master classes. And some people are just completely self-taught. And to be honest, whichever way works best for you and how you learn is awesome. Uh, I started playing drums when I was 17 years old, and I'm a completely self-taught drummer. In fact, all through my school life, I played the alto saxophone. Uh, it, it's when I graduate high school is when I picked up my first pair of drumsticks and started learning drums. I never went to university to get a music degree. I never went to get private, uh, private music lessons on how to play drums. I guess you could say I learned drums the old fashioned way by watching other drummers, going to concerts, meeting other musicians and jamming with them, uh, studying things uh, and appreciating lots and lots of music. I'm just a big fan of music in general. And uh, also, like most people nowadays, I, of course, scour the Internet to look at some great resources and, and find what I can find online uh, that's already there. But with my experiences as a teacher, I feel very confident that I can use my skills and processes that I use at my physical education teaching job and apply them directly to my drumming. And no, I'm not talking about how to play dodgeball or sports like the typical stereotype of all phys ed teachers are. I'm talking about goal settings and practicing, even mental health and stress management, uh, technique, skill development, uh, or even the styles that people learn. Like I know some people that learn best from watching people do things or from listening or uh, by doing things, there's lots of ways that people can learn. It's just that online and nowadays with social media, it's very overwhelming with how much information there is with regards to drumming. And it's hard to decipher which is good information, which is not. Like I started BH Drum Academy with the hopes of creating as many drummers as I possibly can, because I have a passion for not only music and drumming, but 
teaching and educating as well. That's kind of my thing. Uh, with my website, bhjumpacademy.com and this podcast, I'm hoping that you will build some of the same passion that I have and invest it in your drumming and practice uh, and practice what you learn. So whether you're brand new to drumming or already a drummer who wants to expand their knowledge, I'm just thrilled that you're here. I really, really am. Okay, so on with the show. Um, on today's first ever episode of the BH Drum Pod, I'm going to be talking about how to get started on the drums. So I'm not just talking specifically about um, the physical things to do, although that is something that we will talk about um, a little later on. Uh, I'm talking more about logistics and how to give you really the best chance or best case scenario uh, to really get the best success from learning the drums. Um, so I don't know what scenario you might be in, whether you might be a brand new drummer uh, who's never picked up a pair of drumsticks before and they're just learning. Maybe you are a parent who are who is supporting um, your child who is just starting this venture on learning the drums and you want to kind of help them uh, have the best success. And, and so you're in a support role, um, as I've had a lot of parents from my kids ask, you know, um, you know, I want to get my kid into drums. Uh, what do I need? What do I need to do? Blah, blah, blah. So this might be for you. Uh, it also might be for a, a drummer who's been away from the drum kit for quite some time and are just trying to get back into it. Um, maybe they've they tried it once before and uh, they didn't have a lot of success or they seem to get a little bit stale or they maybe encountered some some problems along the way that always got in the way. Like, for example, I know for me in my personal scenario, like I'm a teacher, so uh, I don't have a professional musician time schedule where I have uh, all the time in my day uh, to be practicing and playing drums. Like I don't sit here and play drums for uh, eight hours a day. That is unfortunate unfortunately as as sweet of a job that might be that's not my job i'm i'm a public high school teacher and uh i do drums as it started as a hobby and now it's turning into a profession and and a passion and it's turning into something and morphing into something that's that's greater so um whatever scenario you might be in uh this is a guide or a starting point uh conversation about how you're truly going to get started and give you the best chance for success uh at learning drums okay so this is for the beginners the intermediates and for anyone who just needs a good motivation boost uh as something to get started or just a guide uh as to what's the best way to go about it so first thing i want to talk about is the equipment and the physical things that you have to help you. So the equipment that you need, or maybe you don't need. Um, so the first question I, you, we have to rhetorical question, the type of question that you don't answer uh, is something that you want to think about is, do you actually need to have drums to learn the drums? Do you actually have to have drums to learn the drums? And the answer is no, you actually don't need to have drums to learn the drums. A lot of people think uh, think the opposite way. Like it does kind of seem to make sense that you should have drums. I mean, in a perfect world, 
yeah, you will have drums and that's what you'll be playing and you'll be practicing on them. But the great thing about drums is that you don't need them all the time to learn drums. Like you can practice um, hand patterns or feet patterns without even touching a drum set, uh, whether you're just sitting at a table at your in your office or in the couch or uh, driving on your way to work, playing when a sweet song comes on, chances are you're tapping along on the steering wheel um, along to the drums. And so you can practice hand technique and patterns and rhythms and rudiments, which is basically the patterns that your hands move in, um, without any equipment at all. So um, that's something that you can remember uh, when you're trying to think about when and where and how to practice drums. Remember that you don't need drums to in order to practice them as well. So you can have in both ways. You can have drums that you can practice on and you also don't have to have them at all. Um, if you have only drumsticks, that can also be a great start as well. Uh, you can learn a lot with drumsticks. So instead of uh, tapping your hands on uh, on your lap, perhaps you can use drumsticks instead to tap along on your lap or a pillow or uh, if you go an extra level, get a practice pad or snare drum or something like that. So having the drumsticks in your hand, uh, you can practice how to hold them properly, uh, how your fingers and wrists work together, um, how to control the rebound of sticks uh, and things like that. So those are that's a great start for a lot of people as well. So practicing drums can be very uh, cost effective uh, to learn drums as well. So just something to keep in mind. Another thing that um, all drummers should have is definitely something called a metronome. Now, a metronome is a device that um, plays back to you like a, a count or a beeping or a ticking uh, that keeps you in time. Um, now, there's lots of free apps that are out there on your phone or websites that are available. And you can actually even buy the physical device from your local music store or online um, in any sense. But a metronome is definitely one of the most important things that a drummer should have. And uh, whether you're just beginning or anything, get a metronome. There's a lot of free ones out there, so it doesn't cost you anything if you need to. Uh, and there's a lot of devices that that can help you. But a drummer's job is to keep the backbeat of a band and to keep time. You don't just wing it. Um, you want to practice timing and consistency with drumming. Um, so a metronome really, really helps uh, learn patterns. And especially with these patterns, you want to keep in time. And um, using a metronome can also uh, measure your progress. A metronome is a sure way that you can see if you are getting better or faster uh, at and or more comfortable at doing certain patterns. So you can use it as a test material as well. So maybe you start playing this, um, uh, you know, a drum roll on your practice pad and the fastest you can go without feeling uh, before your muscles in your, in your hand and your wrist start to really tense up. Maybe the fastest you can go is uh, 120 beats per minute. And you're working, you're practicing really hard. The next time you try and do that same exercise, maybe you notice that you can get to 140 beats per minute. And there you can see because the number is higher and the beats per minute is faster, you can see that there's progress. So metronome is helpful for that sense as well. 
And uh, another thing that is extremely important for um, equipment wise for what you need to get started is hearing protection. I can't stress this enough for all my students and all drummers, especially hearing protection is essential. Just as essential as, of course, like you need drumsticks to play the drums or a metronome, but hearing protection is probably at the top of the list. Drums are loud. They really, really are, especially an acoustic kit, which is the the real like type of drums that you can find. Um, they are very, very loud. And it's kind of the same idea with headphones. Like um, that's why they have volume limits on lots of uh, phones and that you turn up your the volume on. It doesn't let you turn up after a certain point. Uh, it's to protect your ears. It's to protect your ears. Um, and it prevents you from getting a condition called tinnitus, which is like the constant ringing in your ears. You don't want to damage that uh, because once they are de- it is damaged, uh, there is not coming back. Um, so you want to make sure that hearing protection is important. And the drums and especially cymbals, are loud enough that they can damage your hearing without hearing protection. So make sure you do have some. Now, there's a lot of different options you can choose from. Um, you can actually get just earplugs, which is you know, the, the first thing. And some people even go a different route. They use cotton balls instead. Um, but there is different types of earplugs, though. There is the earplugs that are more for like construction sites where it completely blocks out the sound. Uh, but for drums, you probably don't want that. You want to be able to hear things. And especially if you're playing and jamming with other people, uh, you want to hear what the other instruments are doing. Um, so you can get types of earplugs that remove some of the sound and not all the sound. And they're called decibel reducing earplugs. Um, and they come with like special filters. So it can reduce like certain types of sound frequencies um, that are harmful to the ear. So it doesn't remove all the sound, but it removes the harmful sounds or the hurtful sounds. Um, or the hurtful uh, frequencies that can damage your ears. So um, that's a good investment that people can get. Um, As well is something called um, isolation headphones. Uh, You can actually get drumming headphones, uh, like over-the-ear headphones uh, that are so cool, actually, because um, there's ones that um, they put over your ears, and of course they do the exact same thing as reducing the this bad frequencies that hurt your ears. Um, but it also is so adv- technology advanced that it makes your drums sound super cool. Like it makes your kick drum sound awesome and your snare drum sound awesome. So it's, 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 they put a lot of uh, research into these uh, headphones that make your drums sound super cool. And it kind of tricks you into promoting you to wear, <laughs> wear hearing protection. So those are, th- that's a great um, product that's out there that you can use. And of course you can plug in um, your music into those. Uh, um, and the other obvious one is, um, is just regular he- headphones as well. Um, but just be careful, like the ones that go completely into your ears, like the ones with the little suction cups or the rubber ends uh, that plate that go into your ear securely um they can work absolutely they can and they can do the same things as as these other uh earplugs that i was talking about however just be careful of the volume that you put uh the music or the things going to your ears because um remember that the sound that goes in does not have an escape route it's uh completely suction suctioned in there and there's no vents or ventilation for the sound frequencies and the waves to get out. So just be careful with those. But hearing protection overall is something that uh, that is essential to have. So 
uh, equipment that you need or you don't need, uh, just to sum it up, um, definitely you don't need to have drums, uh, but you can get away with drumsticks if, if that's a start. So you can learning hand technique or rhythm and hand and patterns and rudiments, a metronome and hearing protection. Now, after just talking about those couple things about the equipment uh, of how to get started, there is a kind of a best case scenario because I haven't talked about the obvious thing like, OK, we're learning how to play drums. Where, Why haven't I started talking about the actual drums? So the best case scenario for the equipment that you need to get started on drums, the absolute best case scenario, but not mandatory. But the best case scenario is, uh, of course, your hearing protection your metronome, whether it's a real one or it's a phone app or whatever version, drumsticks, uh, a drum pad or like a, a, a practice pad um, because so that you can play without making tons of noise so it won't hurt your, your neighbors or uh, uh, they won't get mad at you. And then the obvious one is the actual drum kit itself, whether it's an electric drum kit um, or it's the real acoustic drum kit. Um, so that's the best case scenario I have. Uh, so you've got your hearing protection, your metronome, uh, drumsticks, a drum practice pad, uh, and a drum kit. That's kind of the best case scenario of all the equipment that you need to have in order to get started on drums. And of course, it can go farther than that like you could get a mix board and you can get microphones and you can get cases and blah 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 blah. but those are stuff is all extra and basically just accessories okay so that's the equipment uh, that we talk about now moving on um other than equipment is let's talk about some things that are just going to give you the best chance to succeed with um getting started so let's pretend that you have all the equipment that you need Okay, whatever you chose to get. Uh, let's say you have the best case scenario. You have all of this stuff. Uh, you have your drum kit, you have your drumsticks, your hearing protection, your metronome, all that stuff. Uh, so now it's the, okay, now how do I get started? What do I do? What's the, what, how do I do things that's going to give me the best chance uh, to do well and be good at drums and to get better at drums? So the first thing I would suggest is to schedule your practices in your personal life. It's kind of like having an appointment or like like a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment. Uh, I know as a school teacher, like um, I, I, I constantly get kids come up, oh, I'm going to be missing from class today because I have a doctor appointment or I'm going to be missing from this class today because I have a dentist appointment uh, or I have to go see my counselor or whatever it is. Um, and so like those are scheduled times in there that it's in their in their schedule. They know, okay, I have to be somewhere at this time to go to the dentist or the doctors. Drumming should be also treated in the same way, especially if you really want to truly get better at something, you need to be able to schedule time in it. Um, as a phys ed teacher as well, we talk a lot about health and wellness and fitness as well. And lots of people, you know, with the fitness goals, they ask, you know, how do I get bigger muscles or how do I lose weight or how do I, uh, I, I kind of want to do this. I want to be able to do this. What do I need to do? It's like, well, and usually the first recommendation I make is, you know, how much time are you committing? How much time do you have? Um, is it as important as anything else? So you need to be able to schedule it and pr schedule practices in your life. Um, now, that's going to also allow you to analyze how much time you actually have. So uh, you're, if you're looking at your typical typical week, you're like, okay, I have a couple days 
here, uh, this day I have 30 minutes to practice, uh, this day here. Oh, I'm pretty busy day. Maybe I can only do 10 minutes. Uh, and this day is, I have a lot more free time. Maybe I have a full hour. Um, so, I mean, your practices will change and what you do in these, in that amount of time is, um, can change according to how much time you actually have. Um, but you need to make sure that I guess you really truly understand, okay, um, this is how much time I have. So I'm going to dedicate this much time to my drumming. If you really want to get better at drums, you need to make some time for it. Just like anything else in life. If you want to get better at something, you have to make time for it. Okay. So treat your practice times like, like doctor appointments, like treat it like an appointment where you have it scheduled in your weekly routine. Okay. So, um, now there's some people ask me as well, how, how many days a week am I supposed to be practicing or how, how long am I supposed to be practicing for? And here's my answer to that is however much time you have is however much time you should practice. <laughs> it's completely personalized to whatever your life is. In a perfect world, if we had all the time in the world, yeah, we would practice all the time and we get better faster. So the more time you put into something, the faster you're probably going to be getting the results from it. Uh, but that isn't reality for lots of people. You have a job, you have school, you have uh, other things that are going on in your life. You need to be able to still make time for it, but it's in a sense that it's not going to cause you more stress uh, and put a strain on your daily routines and your daily life and your social relationships or whatever it might entail. Okay. So um, in terms of how many times a week, uh, it is best to try and do almost as much as you possibly can. If you can do every single day of the week, fantastic. If you can do five days of the week, fantastic. Um, if you can only do one or two times of the week, that's, that's still good, but I wish it, wish it could be more. So it's better to have almost uh, like more frequency in the time of week and only do 10 minute practices rather than one time a week and only, and do 30 minute practice. Like add up the amount of minutes in a typical week. That's kind of the, the direction you want to go. So trying to do your best you possibly can and make a time in your life to do it. Okay. Make as much time in how many days in the week and also how many minutes you possibly can. Okay. So uh, in a place that it's not going to cause you too much stress. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is finding a place uh, that you're going to have um, the best success. So a place with very little distraction and also, of course, because drums are loud, it's um, without impacting other people. Uh, so whether that's a basement or a small bedroom uh, or perhaps it's outside, I've seen people play on a practice pad outside uh, and if it goes even farther that people play at other people's houses or in they rent a, a place to play um, whatever it might be um, you want to try and find a place with little distraction as possible okay and I would say distraction because um, that's that's brings me to my next point is to try and be as distraction free as possible be as distraction-free as possible for your practice time, okay? I know that now with the world of social media and phones, as soon as we somehow get so ingrained with our phone and, and life that as soon as a notification or a buzz or a vibrate comes on, uh, uh, you hear, your brain automatically 
is saying, I want to check whatever that is. What's that noise? What's that noise? What is going on on my phone over there? It's, it's kind of toxic, especially in a learning environment. It's very, very toxic. Hence why teachers always say, oh, please put your phone away. Um, there's, of course, lots of great things that you can. And I'm a firm believer that you can use technology for good. Um, but there is a lot of times where it is can be a distraction in a learning environment. Um, so, and especially drums, it can be a distraction in a learning environment. Um, so I would suggest to you to try your best to be distraction free for your practice time. And if your practice time is, is for a couple hours long and it's maybe three hours long, well, I would suggest to you maybe to play for half an hour and then maybe give yourself permission to quickly check your phone or go for a walk outside or just you know, take your mind off drums for a second, reset your brain, and then come back to the drums right after. Um, if that's something that you want to do. So try to invest your, avoid like having a TV on in the background or checking your phone, you, you lock it away or turn it off or put it on do not disturb, whatever you need to do. Distraction free time. And when you're practicing is a, a huge help to give you the best chance to succeed. Okay. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is um, having a plan, having a plan. What? So having a plan is of course, something that's going to give you a good chance to succeed. It's not just winging it. Drums are not just winging it in any kind of direction. You need to have a plan of what you're going to practice. Um, now I have a video on this on bhdrumacademy.com. It's called practicing like a pro and I structure out for you. And I tell you my secret sauce of my three-step method of how to, uh, plan your practice time and what things you need to be working on in general. Um, and so I, if you haven't had a look at it yet, go to that web, go to my website and check it out. It's a great video. And I'm, of course, I'll do a podcast with a little more detail on it at another time. Uh, cause it's one of my favorite topics to talk about is, is practice. Um, but have a plan of what you're going to practice. Um, have a plan of, of what are we trying to achieve in every single time you sit down at the drums. Um, you can make a lot of progress every time you sit down uh, and and work on the drums uh, you can really do make a big practice but you need to have a plan okay think of it like a fitness scenario you don't just show up to a weight room and just like okay time to work out hmm what do I feel like doing today that happens for probably about 50 percent of the people that go to the gym especially in a high school setting hmm what do I want to work on today oh this looks fun I'm just gonna go over here and pick this heavy thing up and oh I didn't like that I'm gonna put that down like you need to have a kind of a plan of what exercises you're going to do, uh, what body areas you're going to work on. That's that works for like the fitness fitness world. Um, same idea for drums. Having a plan of what you want to kind of achieve is important. Okay, and the last thing I want to talk about with um, uh, giving yourself a good chance to succeed here is involving other people where it's possible. Try and make it as fun as you can by involving other people, whether you jam together or you're learning together, or maybe you've learned this cool exercise and you want to challenge your friends to see if they can do it too. Uh, whatever it might be, um, I really encourage you to try and involve other people. It's a lot more fun to do, especially music things together, uh, and especially drums, because drums is, is of course, the backbone for all music. Um, I hate to say it, uh, but uh, it, when, I, when I ever go to a live show, I, I'm not, I'm kind of biased because I, I mean, I am a drummer and I love going to, to concerts to, 
specifically see a certain drummer or watch the drummer. And I usually stare at the drummer from the crowd um, because I'm just fascinated with how the styles that people play and whatever. But you don't go to a concert just to see the drummer. Like if it's a one man band and it's a one man drum show. Uh, I mean, there are those things out there, but it's probably not going to be as entertaining as watching the full band together. Like music does take a village. It takes guitar, it takes vocals, it takes bass, it takes piano, it takes all of these things to make a truly good art masterpiece that music is. Um, so involving other people is going to, ch- is a great for music in general, but B it's also challenging for you. How can you handle playing drums with a little bit of pressure around you with other people around who are watching or challenging you or trying to do it with you uh, and being a little bit competitive to see some, it drives people to, to really work on things. Uh, Oddly competition can really uh, push people to practice a little bit harder and to try a little bit harder or to focus a little bit tougher. So involving other people wherever you can is a great tool that you can use to give yourself the best chance to succeed. So, Um, that's uh, quite a few tips there that you can use, uh, to give yourself the best chance. So schedule your practices in your life, um, treating them like a doctor appointments or dentist appointments. So have it in your routine. And that's also going to give you the chance to uh, really analyze how much time you truly have to, to work on your craft, find a place with little distraction as possible. And it's not going to impact, of course, a lot of people. Um, hence why you have practice pads and, and, and you don't need drums to play because drums are loud. Um, have a good plan of what you're going to be doing for practices and try and be distraction free as you can. And lastly, just involve other people where you can, it's going to make, make it a lot more fun and, uh, and, and create the good environment to learn in. Now, lastly, of our of our pod in this podcast, um, I'm going to give one last thing just to uh, one last little topic I want to talk about um, in relation to getting started in the drums. Um, and it's to answer a common question. Lots of people ask me um, about just a simple question uh, of how to get started in the drums is how do you get better? How do you get better at drums? Like um, often I've, I've, after playing a show or uh, having people, when I play in a studio, I've had people come up to me and say like, how did you learn how to do that? Like, how did you get to that level uh, of, of drumming that you are at right now? Now, I don't consider myself to be the best drummer in the world. In fact, I don't, I kind of don't want to be the best drummer in the world because it comes with a lot of a lot of pressure and things like that. And what people judge of what is the best is different from person to person. I really focus myself on being a and pride myself on being a performer and a solid drummer um, as part of a puzzle. Um, like I'm a piece to the puzzle that is music or songs that I play with. Um, and so what I've, I've focused a lot of my energy on getting better to uh, fit that identity of, of what type of drummer that I, that I want to be. Um, so people ask me often, like, how did I get to that level or how do you get better at drums? And it's a very generalized question. And um, I'm going to share my answer with you on that. So how do you get better at drums? How do you get better? Well, 
Um, the first thing I would mention to you is committing time to get better at your craft. I talked a little about this earlier is, you know, trying to f- treat a time, uh, treat your practices like as your personal life, but you have to commit that time. Uh, you have to really truly commit that time to get better at your craft. All the greatest drummers in the world still do that. Like they have different lives. Of course, they're, they're on tour or maybe they're, they have rehearsal spaces, but that is their big source of income. So they have more time, but the greatest drummers in the world still practice. They do. They really, really do. And there's a lot of things that even the greatest drummers in the world don't know and are, are learning themselves. Like that's kind of a big stereotype about some of the most famous drummers in the world is that they don't have to practice. They're just naturally good. They just get it. It's all, it's, it's purely natural. And that's completely not accurate. Um, all the greatest drummers still commit time and still practice. So number that's the number one thing is to commit some time. The second thing, um, that I would mention of how do you get better is, um, just in terms of practice is the more time that you practice means the more that you're going to learn. And it's a, it's a, it's a mentality that, that any practice is still good practice, whether it's only 10 minutes long to 30 minutes long to three hours long or 10 hours long, however much time you put into your practice is going to be the more that you learn. But with that same mentality, like, of course, one is better than the other. If you have three hours versus 10 minutes, of course, the three hour practice, you are going to get learn more from it. But I don't want you to punish yourself from being able only being able to do 10 minutes. Like any type of practice is good practice. And maybe it's a scenario where you do 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening. That's all the time you can you can afford to do whatever it might be. Any practice is good practice. So having that mentality is important, but trying your best to find that time um, to, so you can learn more. So more time means more practice. So just even the mind shift and trying to find that time is important. Another thing to think about is practicing your correct techniques and not the wrong ones. So uh, practicing the good things and not the bad things. We want to get good habits, especially in drums, with hand technique or feet technique or posture um, and how we tune the drums or like everything in terms of drums. And as we go through this process of of, of, of learning drums, you're going to learn and see that there are some techniques that are foreign to people like they're how you hold the drumsticks or how your hands move um people do things uh typically like in a comfortable fashion and the comfortable fashion is not always the best fashion i'm going to give you an example um in my school my phys ed teacher um i also coach track and field i coach track and field and i i coach at the high school level and it's amazing that um Every when I have my very first practice and I'm asking kids to run and I can ch- so I can look at their running techniques and their form. It's amazing how different some people's running techniques are to other people's. It's because they're when they're younger and they've learned to run, whether it's from phys ed class or other sports, and uh, they've just, they just run. No one has really stopped them to correct them or coach them of their proper technique. 
So they've just learned to run and adapt and run whatever normal way that they consider to be normal. And they don't realize that the style of running can actually be inefficient. Like, so there is running techniques, just like there is drumming techniques. You can just fall into the trap of, um, adapting and encompassing doing bad techniques where we want to actually practice good techniques. So taking the time to learn them and practice them and perfect them is really going to help your drumming in a long sense. Um, understanding your goals is another big thing about how do you get better? What do you want to get better at? You need to have a direction that you want to go understanding where you want to be, um, for drumming. So is there a specific thing that you want to learn? Now, I will be talking about goal setting uh, eventually um, in on our podcast. And there is actually a, a video on, up on my website, bhdrumacademy.com, about setting goals. And you can apply the techniques I talk about in that video to everything about uh, setting goals. But something that you really need to understand just quickly about goals is, is specifically, what do you want to get better at? You don't want to be as general and plain Jane as you need to be or as as it can be for for goal setting. You want to be specific. So you can't just say, I want to get better at drums. Well, you can't just say that because it's not specific enough. What specifically do you want to get better at? Maybe is there a certain pattern that you're trying to hit or a certain drum fill that you're trying to get better or a groove? Um, Is there like a hand technique you're trying to perfect? Something that challenges you, you're trying to get better at that. Like that's the kind of things that you want to really understand in your mind. Like what do you, what do you, what's the direction you're trying to take your drumming in? Um, Also, another thing of how do you get better is increasing your difficulty in small increments. We get so excited when when we start playing drums and we start to feel a little bit of success uh, with everything. It's like, oh, I could do that. I could do that. I could really like go as fast as I can. I think I I think I can be can manage this. Um, But increasing your difficulty in small increments is a really important part of getting better in drums. We 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 often catch ourselves like doing, you know, having a bit of success. Let's say, for example, we're playing on the practice pad and we're working on our double strokes. So two in the right hand, two in the left hand, and we're going back and forth and we're working on a metronome and we're getting faster and faster. And uh, we know it's okay. It's pretty easy to, to do the double strokes at 120 beats per minute. Let's now increase it to 180 beats per minute. Going a big jump from 120 to 180 uh, is going to be a really big shock to um, how you learn as well. So I highly recommend working in small increments. So increasing your difficulty in small increments. So instead of going from 120 to 180, as in my previous example, perhaps maybe you only go one or two beats per minute. So 120 to 121 or 122 work on that. Um, You want to be challenged when you're drumming and successful. You want to be challenged, but successful. Okay. Challenge can mean you are successful. We doesn't, we don't want it to be impossible or frustrating, and that's going to keep you um, motivated to keep coming back to the drums. So that's, that's another thing. And finally, my last little tip on how, and when people ask me, how do I get better is one key fundamental thing is keep it fun. 
you always want to keep drumming fun because it is fun. It is fun, especially to make these cool grooves and to be the backbeat of something. And especially when you're playing with other people, whatever your goals are, it's, it is a fun instrument. It's a very physical instrument. It really gets my, you know, it gets me sweating, gets my endorphins going, gets my adrenaline rushing. And, and it is, you know, kind of, I remember when I first started drumming it, I always had this fascination or these fantasies of being a, a big rock drummer playing on this big stage. And, and, uh, I remember so vividly, um, when I actually learned the true skill of tuning my drums, which is an, Another thing I talk about on a website, but it's a really important skill for all drummers to learn. Um, but I remember so vividly when I finally figured out I ch- uh, how to tune my floor toms. Uh, and I, I struggled with that for the longest time. And I finally figured out um, after working with other people and, and hearing what they have to say and doing my research, I finally figured out a, a way that uh, that made my my drums, my floor toms, just sing. They resonated. They made a big booming sound. I the next time I played my drums, I couldn't stop hitting that thing in every single fill that I did. (laughs) It was, it was like, it made me feel so good. So keeping it fun, um, in, in that sense as well is great. And you can keep it fun, not just by playing with other, other people, but when you learn about your drums and you can truly maximize what they can do for you and how you move your body to really maximize the results and the feelings that you get from playing the drums, uh, it, it really makes a big difference. Uh, so sound and feel and looks and everything all about that. It really does make it fun for that. Even playing your favorite songs, learning how to play your, some of your favorite songs, your favorite band, uh, it's, it's, it really is motivating in that sense. So, um, having a way to understand that. So that is my episode, uh, my first episode of the BH Drum Pod. Um, I hope that you've learned um, at least a good guide as to how to get started. Um, And um, it's, it's, again, this is really a good starting, a jumping off point for, especially if you're beginning or if you find yourself in a little bit of a rut and you're not sure, like in the a rut in the sense that you're, you've, you've noticed some problems with how starting your drumming and you can't seem to figure out how to solve like this issue of practice time or how to think about or how to approach like scheduling your life or distractions and, or how to make it fun. Um, there's a lot more to, to this and, uh, I mean, I could sit here and talk talk for hours um, about about uh, topics like this, um, and it, it's it's something that I th- I think you're going to get a lot out of. Um, for however, I know that there's there's a lot more to learn about drums, so I challenge you to at least think about some of the things that we talked about today, and let's see if we can apply them to the um, physical implications of of learning drums. If you are looking for um, some free drum resources and some great lesson packs and more information about anything drums, I I really love it if you're able to uh, have a look at my website, bhdrumacademy.com. There's lots of great resources out there, and I've I've done I I feel (laughs) kind of. 
super confident that I've, I've done my research and I've learned a lot from other drummers, uh, other musicians, other websites, other courses. Um, and I've, I've been able to apply and create my own resource and kind of filtered it all down, uh, for all the great beginning intermediate and advanced drummers. So, uh, have a look at my website, bhdrumacademy.com, uh, for everything drums in that sense. Um, but until next time, my friends, I will, I will talk to you on episode two. Uh, talk soon, everybody.